0: Start this over. Not bad. Didn't like the way I started, anyways. I'm glad you guys didn't hear that. That was on purpose. Totally not my fault. But, uh, anyways, let's get back to what uh, I was saying. Welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. This is Glenn Rockney. Glad you could finally he- hear me. If uh, you're on Twitter right now, go to my page, retweet the link for the live stream. Let's get some more people in here. um If not, this is going to be released. If you're, you know, obviously you're hearing it at, uh, later after I get it. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to be able to still make an episode out of this. I'm I'm pretty sure that's how that works. So even if people aren't here to watch it get recorded right now, they're still going to be able to hear it later. So um, shout out everybody that came through. And uh, (laughs) that's funny. Yeah, everybody's laughing at me. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. But uh, anyways, Raiders signed Casey Hayward. I have yet to find a Raider fan who thinks that's bad. And um, that's a good thing. I can't remember the last time Raider Nation just agreed. It was just like, yeah, that's that's it. That's what we need. We did. The Raiders needed it. Um, I thought it was very odd to bring back almost the same secondary pre-draft, and they didn't take corners early. I mean, I should say same corners, not same secondary. But um, they didn't hammer the corner position in the draft, and you're like, well, what the hell's going on here? Then they bring in Casey Hayward to really – help everybody out, you know what I mean? Help these guys out, and he's not going to just be a teacher. That's what I like about this, right? It's going to help install the defense, right? These is still a young secondary. I mean, you know, Trayvon Mullen's going in his third year. feels like he's been on the team a little bit longer than that, but, um, you know, I, I think you're going to get a contributor on defense, even a starter. He, he could start, and I think he should be penciled in unless somebody like, I don't know, uh, unless somebody like, Isaiah Johnson, right? WoWs in training camp. If if Isaiah Johnson comes in and, and plays really well, because I think he's going to be a guy that benefits from this scheme. Um, if that ends up happening, then yeah, you still have three solid corners. Cause I think Trayvon Mullen's gonna make a nice leap in, in year three. I think last year was a bit of a down year for him, but I think this this scheme's also gonna benefit him. Um, and you know, I know we're putting a lot on Gus Bradley's plate, but I do expect them to be a better defense this year. It'd be tough to be worse. Right. And uh, by the way, I think the Raiders gave up up either a touchdown or a field goal on 50% of their drives last year. And like the, like they had a basically a 50% score rate against them on defense. And I think the team below them, right. I, I, maybe it was Dallas. Somebody, maybe Dallas, Detroit. They were, uh, they were at like 36%. So not even close. So, It'd be tough to be worse than last year is what I'm saying. But Casey Hayward, I like the signing. Can't expect him to be the, you know, Green Bay Casey Hayward or the, even the early years with the Chargers. Yeah, I, we can't expect him to to be that, I don't think. But I I think you're getting a quality starting corner out of that. Much better than Sherman, in my opinion. Like, I really didn't want to go after Sherman that hard. You know what I mean? If he was the last guy left and he wants to play on a one-year, sure. And shout out to that PFF podcast where Gruden basically recruited him to the team when he wasn't supposed to, and then didn't sign him, which maybe that's why they didn't sign him. Maybe they wanted to. And they were like, John, you fucking blew it. You were, (laughs) you were tampering before the window. And uh, he's like, all right, go after, go after Hayward, then get one of your guys, guys. Sad news. Raiders cut Jeff Heath, right? Everybody's sad about that. And, uh, no everybody's laughing I, no i know it's all good it's all good that audio is crazy man i was like looking at, i should have looked at the comment box a lot earlier but nonetheless this one sounds better trust me raiders cut jeff heath um it's very funny because it's like jeff heath sucks and i don't think anybody really wanted him to be a safety on the team you know maybe it doesn't suck suck might be too harsh but he's like not good and i think everybody wanted to get rid of him but at the end of the day i was like that you know how sad the defense was last year that Jeff Heath was the guy creating turnovers on the back end? Like, it's it's nuts. Like, Jeff Heath was the playmaker on defense in the secondary last year. Just those, you know, interception on Pat Mahomes. I think he had a couple on Drew Locke. And speaking of that game, he won defensive player of the week. I want to say it was week 10 um against the Broncos when they, like, dominated Drew Locke. And uh I remember – this guy, I think it was Tom Pellicero for the NFL Network, goes, I cannot believe, this is kind of a shocking shocking news, kind of a shocker here, but the Raiders cut former Week 10 defensive player of the week, Jeff Heath. And he's, like, acting like it's acting like some surprise cut happened. And, like, everybody's just like, yeah, dude, what, what, you're bringing up one week where they played the maybe the worst starting quarterback in football and he had a couple interceptions, and you're sad that they cut that guy. It's, like, hilarious, hilarious. Um But, yeah, it's nice. The Raiders have kind of loaded back up um, at that position, at least. I don't know about talent-wise. Remains to be seen, although I do like what they've done at the position. And uh, brings me to my next point, kind of the basis of this episode. Um, You know, I'm very critical about the draft, very critical of every pick. People have seen on my live streams, like, ripping me apart. If you go to one of the videos where I react to Malcolm Kuntz, they were just like, this guy stinks. Like, what is this guy talking about? Is he even a fan? Like, what the fuck? I'm just like, whoa, man. All right. I didn't know. I didn't know much about it. But nonetheless, you still have to think of it this way. I might not like the picks. I might not like some of the strategies that they did. I might not like uh, some of the value of the positions. But if you look at it from a pure personnel standpoint, hold on. What is it in the the feed? Somebody saying, is it true about Jalen Rashard? You can't just say that. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Is what true about Jalen Richard? Oh, okay. So Jalen Richard deleted everything from his from his Instagram. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I mean, i I, we all thought he was going to be gone, right? Like, if, if if he is, I mean, hey, maybe they found a trade partner, that'd be awesome, right? If you even if you got like a six round pick or seventh round pick or something, whatever, but okay. So that's that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I. News to me. This is why we're doing it live. That's pretty cool. Um, I I think we could be safe to say he's he's gone. I, I mean, I thought he. W- I didn't want him to make the team, you know. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, they just paid Kenyon Drake. Look how much they have a first round pick, a top paid backup running back, and then I, I Richard wasn't making you know crazy money, but he was still getting paid. You know, you know, definitely like a the team wanted him back, so they paid him like they wanted him back. And yeah, just you can't put that much money in the running back position. And I think Theo Riddick did just as good as Jalen Richard last year. And that's being generous. There were times I thought Theo Riddick was a better blocker than Richard. And even though Richard's good at that too, I, I like what Theo Riddick did for the team last year. Why not just keep him? That's a good three back set right there. That's that's not three back set, three back uh uh depth chart there. And I I got no problem with that. So uh Got to say, uh, you know, Jalen Rashard, that first run against the Saints, right, 2016, that was nuts, man. That game was getting out of hand. That that game was getting out of hand, I remember, against the Saints in 2016, and then Rashard just ripped off that run. I, I was thinking, like, sky's the limit for this guy, you know what I mean? Because he was getting hyped up in camp. So to do what he did as an undrafted free agent and then – Jumping into, uh, you know, to to do what he did as a free agent and basically out of nowhere, I can't even remember where he went to school, but it was I think it was a D two school or something, or was it Southern Miss? Maybe it was Southern Miss, but uh, it, it's still pretty good. Like that's still pretty good. That was a, a, still a gem, I would say, from from Reggie McKenzie. Still a gem. Like that was good. He was pretty good in the two minute offense. Like, but again, replaceable. So if Jalen Rashard's gone. Thanks. Thank you for your service, I guess. Um, but did the Raiders get better? Um, and let's look at a position group by position group, right? We don't know about some of these draft picks, but we know about maybe some of the guys who weren't very good at that position already. Maybe they could get pushed down by some of these draft picks. Obviously the team wanted to draft at that position. Therefore they didn't like the guy currently there. They expect the draft pick to beat out the, uh, nevin lawson's the guys like that guys that maybe weren't good last year as starters uh who's gonna block on third down and shrink the size of the playbook there dude it's it's uh theoretic yeah it's it's theoretic theoretic's a great pass blocker dude like a guy i mean he legit is like an offensive lineman when he blocks so that's why i don't mind losing but did the raiders get better um I think that the Raiders. Let's go through position groups, right? Let's start at quarterback, right? Oh, everyone's favorite. Um, that'd be cool if we could break an Aaron Rodgers trade tonight, right? That'd be pretty cool. No, uh, I don't expect them to get Aaron Rodgers, but no, they have literally the same three quarterbacks, so it's about the same. Uh, everybody has a strong opinion on uh, Derek Carr, so do what you will if, with where they are at quarterback. I, I think they're, I think they're okay. I, I just would love to get Aaron Rodgers. Don't see it happening. Running back, did the Raiders get better? Absolutely. And I'm only saying that because it better happen because that's a lot of money to spend at the position. If Kenyon Drake doesn't work, I don't know. But I think he's going to hit some home runs for the Raiders, like some home run, like that Jalen Richard run against the Saints in 2016. Those type of runs as well, I think you're going to see out of Kenyon Drake. Um, let's see. After running back, uh, wide receiver. I mean... Here's, this one's tricky because I, I mean, I think they should be better simply because I expect year two rugs to be better, right? Year two Henry Rugs, it's got to be better than year one because we're putting the B word on him. If that, if that's not the case, and I'm not really the biggest fan of him personally, like I, I, I don't think he's, I don't think we're gonna see the ceiling ceiling that a lot of people see with him, but. uh Again, if he's going to hit, I, we need him to hit some home runs for the Raiders. That's why he was drafted where he was drafted to really be a home run hitter. And uh, But I expect uh, a very much more involved Brian Edwards this year. Um, John Brown and Nelson Aguilar are very similar. I think Nelson Aguilar is probably better yards after the catch. So we are going to be maybe sacrificing a little bit of that. But John Brown I, I, is another guy that I think they did a good job replacing. And uh, let's see. Uh, Well, I mean, Renfro's Renfro. I I think Renfro, it's weird because I think Renfro's like pretty much like, you know what you're getting out of him. And he's another sneaky guy, man. That guy is awesome after the catch. Like, and I'm not even talking about in like a shifty, stereotypical white guy kind of way. Like, that dude's got some wheels. Like, I know he didn't run well at the combine, but he's got game speed. And he should be the starting punt returner on the team. I thought he was a fantastic punt returner. I know he had a fumble and stuff, but. That guy can, that guy's good. Like on special teams. And, and, uh, so yeah, I, I mean, <clears> they <throat> should be, they should be solid. They should be solid at wide receiver this year. And I, and I expect, you know, Henry Ruggs can turn that into a great group if he's actually what he was drafted to be. So, uh, tight ends about the same, right? We'll see what happens with this undrafted kid out of BYU. I mean, they paid him, you know, quote unquote big money for a, for a, undrafted free agent i mean they guaranteed a lot of his money which it's not usually something you do for an undrafted guy but um and I'm, his name's escaping me right now but the byu undrafted tight end raiders seem to really like him um he's gonna have to battle out with Derek carrier and uh you know who, who the hell is derrick carrier right well i don't know i think he does a decent job for your third tight end Derek carrier i think he's a fine tight end i think he i think he can he can block he can every once in a while catch a ball on third down and stuff you know really you should be having waller and Moreau. these two tight end sets should be eating this year you know like really should be eating off that with the with the run game mix in a little bit of play action john try it once please and um you know with that group plus the receivers you know i i like it i think the offense so far is is better right but then you get to the offensive line i don't know about this offensive line i just don't know there's, you ever know that? Notice that GIF where it's like the kind of you know husky girl. She takes the sip of something. and She's like no, then she goes hmm, actually, and then no, like that. That's where I am with the offensive line right now. The offensive line. It's like there's times where I look at. Them, I'm like yeah, Miller healthy incognito. Alex Leatherwood hits the ground running. Um, at least in the run game. Uh, Denzel Good. Andre James. I just come to Andre James and I'm like, I, I get it. The people that want to trust in the coaching staff, I just I don't know if I'm there. That being said, you have Nick Martin there, right? You have Nick Martin. Nick Martin, I, I think, is a starting center in this league. And, and he's got some guard versatility, too. <laughs> Kombucha, there you go. But uh, he's got some guard versatility and you know, We'll we'll see. Now, you know, I think what Mike Mayock said, I, I do think they accomplished their goal, right? Their goal was to get faster, to get to the second level faster, to get Jacobs untouched at the second level faster. They just wanted to be faster, more athletic, I, and cheaper, right? I'm sure they wanted to get cheaper. I mean, he didn't say that, but come on, why wouldn't you? And, uh, you know, I, I think they accomplished that goal. They're faster, right? All those guys are pretty good athletes, minus Denzel Good. I still have a feeling that John Simpson might actually compete with him this year simply because of what they want to do i think simpson's just more athletic than him um and simpson had some good run tape last year not still work in progress on the pass game so yeah i i don't know so um and then leatherwood i expect leatherwood to hit the ground running literally in the run game like i expect him to just run around and hit people i expect mistakes i expect some blown pass protection sets So that's why I just don't know if they got better on the offensive line. Some people are drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm just not there. Maybe in August I might be. Maybe after a crazy preseason game. Are they having those this year, by the way? I didn't even look. Are they having preseason football? But that's a good point, too. Somebody bring it up in the chat. Uh, You know, the offensive line was not good last year. I thought they were solid in pass protection. But, you know, say what you will about Derek Carr. He gets rid of the ball fast, right? Whether you like that or whether you hate that, right? Sometimes he holds the ball too long, too. It does happen, and then the ball shoots out on the ground and goes into a defender's hand, and then it becomes a two-score game. And then I start drinking this blue drink that I have right here. This is not Windex. That's for game days. And, uh, you know, I don't – I just don't know. You know, I, I, I I think last year it was not great in pass protection, and it was really bad in the run game. So I'm going to move to the defense now. I'm going to move to the defense, I think offense got net better. It's just a huge question mark with the offensive line. As long as it's not just awful, I think that offense still has a lot of potential. People forget all the complaints we make about the quarterback, all the um, all the stuff we say, you know, about about Carr, about this and that. Like it was still the ninth, I think ninth ranked offense in the league last year. Still pretty damn good, right? Um, and they added some explosive players, so we could see a jump. Defense. Let's get to the defense. Um, let's start with the defensive line because this is my biggest question mark. Is this defensive line? I'm doing the same thing, right? The trenches for the Raiders, I'm doing the same thing. The kombucha tasting, like, ah, mm, I don't know. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing that kind of thing because I like Yannick Ngakwe. I think Cleveland Furl is going to have a decent year this year. A solid third year. I, again, I think Cleveland Furl is going to be a solid player for at least ten years in this league. I just don't know about the ceiling, but I think he's going to have a good, solid year, improved year. Anyone notice he was cutting weight too? I saw his uh, uh, one of his Instagram stories. Somebody reposted it on Twitter, so, Uh he said, "I'm like I'm trying to cut weight. It's tough." And he was just eating cl- classic, healthy. Anybody trying to look to eat healthy, Cleveland Furl is doing it correctly. Bland ass shit. Just cover it in hot sauce. Hot sauce, zero calories. Major key by Cleveland Furrow, but I expect a better year out of him. It's interesting that they want him to get slimmer. I, I that doesn't make sense to me because he's just not fast. I mean, even if when he is slimmer, I don't view him as a fast football player. Nonetheless, um, those ends I like those. Crosby, I I'm lower on Crosby than a lot of Raider Nation. They freak out because he gets sacks, right? He gets sacks, but he gets sacks when he wins right? When he beats the person blocking him, but he doesn't get pressure very often. He doesn't win very often at the point of attack. And last year, I thought he looked a little sluggish putting on the weight. I I just don't know about that. But yeah, so those three guys like in a vacuum, that's better than what the Raiders had last year, because you just added Yannick Ngakwe to it. Best pass rusher the Raiders have had since Frosty Rucker, of course. That's who you're all thinking of. Um, No, of course, Cleo Mack. uh, Damn, almost bought the jersey, man. I almost did it. But the interior is a bit interesting to me. I I still can't get over cutting Mohurst. You know, of course, you know, maybe that's Bradley's call. Maybe Bradley's like, hey, he's good. It's just it's not for my defense. I don't know. But just Quentin Jefferson, always been a solid football player. I don't expect him to be bad. I think he's probably gonna start for now. Um Hankins is Hankins. Nobody's excited about Jonathan Hankins, but you notice when Hankins ain't out there, right? Teams are running all over the Raiders. He stops to run. He does his job. He does what he gets paid to do. If you want anything more of Jonathan Hankins? That's your problem. Jonathan Hankins is gonna do what Jonathan Hankins does. He clocks in an eight hour shift and just does Jonathan Hankins work. You know, you ask him to do, you know, Aaron Donald work, he's like, nope, sorry, I quit. But he's asking if Max was injured last year. I mean, I guess I I just I, I don't know to me he just looked bigger, you know. I remember they asked him to put on a bunch of weight and I don't know, just didn't seem didn't seem necessary. Like I think he has that length that you want out of a, a defensive end and like just didn't look as as explosive, you know. And he and he's that's his own doing. He needs to get a little more Better like he needs to get better. They always say he's not quite the X's and O's player that Cleveland Furrow is. So if you could combine the two guys, we'd have a fantastic defensive end, uh, between those two guys. But uh nonetheless, like I'm saying, this defensive line is just way too many question marks for me. David Irving, right? We let's hope. Uh, obviously Gus Bradley likes what he sees, you know, at least from the film. Um, and maybe some of his Cowboys film is still on his mind, right? Um like, that's all right. Darius Phylon, like a lot of these guys, I I just I'm not sure about. You know, I there was once upon a time on this podcast a long time ago, I was like, hey, find a really good defensive lineman and trade pick 17 for him. Do we still hate that idea? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I would have taken it. All right, let's move to the linebackers. Um, unless I was missing some D linemen there. Remind me in the comments if I'm missing some D linemen. Uh considerable ones. Kendall Vickers. I'm sorry. I I don't have much to say about him, but uh, linebackers, did they get better? And this one's going to get contentious because a lot of Raider nation is talking themselves in to divine Diablo, right? Divine Diablo is not penciled in the start. So yeah, not, not his fault. not saying, but the hype train of him switching positions, right. From, you know, just being a linebacker, right. We don't know. I talked about it last time. We don't know. That being said, you know, it's still a better backup than what they had. I don't want Kyle Kyle Wilbur on this team anymore. I don't want guys like that. Remember when they had like Emmanuel Lemur? Like, I just don't want any of those guys on this team. So, you know, if Devine Diablo is even just a, a, a fun, exciting rookie, because he is fast. He is fast and super athletic. So I'm just hoping that comes in early on special teams, and then maybe he gets a little spot work here and there. Guys get injured, linebackers a very physical position. Kwiatkowski, I, I like him. I like him a lot. I, I saw some fans saying, can we move on from him? And I'm just like, keep your depth. Keep the depth. Like, if you have any kind of depth, relish it. Enjoy it. You know, we're not used to that in Raider Nation. We're used to the paper mache depth where, you know, it's, it's John Gruden not addressing a certain position and then crying about it week 12 that we don't want to be healthy guys. We've had the most injured team in the league, man. Like that type of shit. So I like Nicholas Morrow. I'm glad Gus Bradley does too. It seems, at least. I mean, he's, he sees him as a fit. Um, did they get better? We'll see. All you really add to that group is Divine Diablo, and we just don't know. And I'm not ready to remember the last third round pick that got super hyped. I mean, maybe not the last one. I, that's not that's not fair to say. But do you remember one from back in the day, Co Moore? Right? Not the same guy. Co Moore was a bit more of a rusher and and stuff like that. But I'm just saying, third round picks are third round picks for a reason. I hyped up Brian Edwards last year, but even then, rookies contributing on offense year one under Gruden doesn't usually happen a lot. But um, let's—I don't know about this linebacker group. That's all I'm saying. I think it's—I think it was—I think it's solid, and I expect like somebody saying a solid B. I'll—I'll I'll, I'll be with you. B B minus. I'm with you. Um, and I expect—I expect Littleton to be better in this scheme. That I think if anybody's going to improve the most out of anybody that was here in the last season. Littleton's going to be the guy that takes that huge jump this year on defense where it was like, damn, this guy, this looked bad last year. That just didn't seem like a scheme fit at all. That seemed like the Raiders going after a good player in free agency. And then Paul Gunther is like, uh, I don't know. Like I said, he wants you to do the Pyth- Pythagorean theorem every play. Get out of here with nerd defense, Paul Gunther. We don't want. We don't want nerd defense. That doesn't do anything. That's like some, you know, Matt Patricia type shit. Like only he does that. But I expect Littleton to be a lot better this year and uh, and we'll see, you know, see what they what they do with some of these safeties, um, see what they do with Jonathan Abram. You know, I, I think you got a lot of guys who can thump people, you know, I think I, that's never an issue on the Raiders. Um, so let's move to the secondary start with the corners. <clears throat> yes, I agree. Lucho Chapa, what's going on, man? But uh, he, yeah, he says uh, Littleton was actually pretty good under Marinelli. I agree. That Dolphins game was really good for Corey Littleton. But Tanner Muse is going to surprise everyone. Get get out of here. Get Tanner Muse. Was he going to surprise me? Surprise me with what? Edible arrangement? I I, I don't know. But yeah, so. Trayvon Mullen, I've already said it earlier in the program. Uh, he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be have a really nice year under Bradley. I think he's gonna be just more natural. Um, watching some breakdowns of Gus Bradley's defense. Shout out to uh taped on live, of course. Always do almost every episode. You guys do great work over there. And uh Trayvon Mullen I think is going to be the corner that kind of travels right even with plays man within that cover three there's a lot of mix ups um, and I think he's going to be in press a lot more a press man rather than off man where he was gonna he was gonna tra- like Trayvon Mullen last year was playing off coverage so much crossing routes all day he didn't know what to do couldn't do it because I just don't think he knows how to play off coverage and or not doesn't know how he's just not good at it. I I should say, but when he presses and, and really gets and really gets in the person's face, like you saw a few times in the jets game, when he had that really good uh, interception against the jets. And, uh, um, I, somebody's asking me what the Pythagorean theorem is. Um, I'm, I'm a Raiders podcaster. So if you expect me to answer that question, I'm a Raiders podcaster. And, uh, yeah, Trayvon Mullen, like, just get him up in people's face. Press man. Damon Arnett is the one where I'm. I'm thinking a lot of this stuff spells kind of like we're not high on Damon Arnett. I've I've heard rumors and stuff, but nothing that you could really confirm. Um, John Gruden hasn't spoke yet. I'm going to end on why I think that is. Um, but Damon Arnett, it's interesting. Either either they're going to move him to the slot or at least have them do that in camp, which again, we're moving guys around. I know Arnett has some, has played it in college, but it's constantly moving guys around rather than getting them good at one thing and seeing if they're good at that one thing. Um, Don't know if I love that, but Hayward, Mullen, I think Isaiah Johnson is honestly better than Damon Arnett. Like as of now, I think Isaiah Johnson showed enough uh, in his limited time last year. I know he had some tough reps, but Okay, now people are doing math in the live chat. This is this is not a math podcast. Um, and uh, anyways, sheesh, guys throwing me off with the math. So yeah, Damon Arnett, that's going to be tough. I, I think that's that's that pick's just I don't know. I, I'm just not super confident in that pick. Uh, it's not it's not looking any better right now. We just got to keep him healthy too. That could be also why they might be high on him, but they're like, dude, you have like two concussions and broke your wrist and got COVID all in one year, you know? And uh, so then, you know, you go to the slot, like who's playing the slot this year. Like they don't have a designated guy. Some people say Nate Hobbs, but I, I'm not, I'm not in the business of trusting like fifth round picks to come in and start somewhere. I was even saying that about third round picks. I definitely don't expect fifth round picks to do that. If it does happen, you count your lucky stars, right? Like you found a starter in the fifth round. It's happened not out of the question but people were saying that amik robertson it's like okay i that's to me is the best case scenario is you have like a just a good uh oh somebody's asking if uh gus bradley have dv shadows no it's not all the time typically they don't but you will see cases of sherman playing man coverage within a zone right in uh in um seattle like you, you'll see that a lot um and i believe like i said check out uh tape don't lie they do pretty good breakdowns of that stuff um on youtube marcus johnson and beauty williams so uh that's where i learned that but uh yeah it's a meek robertson right that would be best case scenario if meek robertson was your starting slot corner because I think you'd have a pretty good corner group if Amik develops into that because Amik's between a rock and a hard place right now. He's probably a natural outside corner. That's what he played in college and did very well at. But you can't really say he's going to be an outside corner in, you know, the NFL. It's just guys are just too big. Um, But then you're like, oh, just move him to the slot. But I was saying it on Twitter earlier in the week, like guys just switch going going from a boundary corner to slot is like you have to have some like linebacker roles at that level you know i mean you have to do run fits you have a lot of stuff you're gonna have to do um it's just not a guarantee for everybody i mean look at how Lamarcus joiner like just moving to the slot from safety like just do it. man you know it's it doesn't always go well like i said i uh isaiah johnson i'm really high on i actually i think he's gonna have a really good year I th- like he just reminds me of a seattle like legion of boom corner if you were to pick one guy from this team like i'd I'd say that's him like i'd be like who reminds you of like one of the legion of boom players i'm just talking about like the aesthetic like he's just got that he's huge guys like massive and just in your face like brandon browner um when he was good you know so and then obviously casey hayward right like i said casey hayward could be your starter I, i think that's the plan as of now i think that's why you sign him and uh, I think that's good. I think if it's Mullen and him outside early, I feel fine about that. And, and if it's not, I feel fine about the person that beat him out. So that's good. So now let's get to the safety. That's a good one to, uh, to, uh, oh, uh, okay. So Tears saying uh, Ohio State played Carroll and Bradley's cover three scheme in our net played slot there. Interesting. Did not know that. That one I didn't know. I like that. I like that a lot. So that's good. Thank you, tier. I appreciate that for dropping that in there. That's perfect. So maybe that is their plan and that would be a great plan. And then you just have a, a open competition at, at slot corner where, you know, at least a guy knows what to kind of do in, within the system. Maybe he doesn't quite know all the terminology yet, you know, but still probably a head up on other guys there. So, um, safeties, right. Safeties is probably the most improved position on the team, right? Raiders drafted quite a few, um, Trayvon Merrick, let's start with him. I think we can expect good things year one out of him. I I don't see why we can't. You know, do we expect a Pro Bowl year out of him? No, but I expect flashes. I expect game changing plays. I expect rangy coverage from him. I expect him to really roam back there. Having like, you know, ever since Woodson left, they haven't had that guy that can just roam back there and make plays. um, At least somebody that they trust. So that's great. That's great that he's there. And, um, you know, I don't want to put too much hype on him because I, I think that's something we do at Raider Nation because we we want to be saved by a certain player. Like, save this defense, please. Like, you have the task. And it's like, damn, dude, like, I'm just trying to be a rookie in the NFL. Like, you know, and, and then we get mad. We get down on these guys. I'm guilty of it, too. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't expect him to be a good player. He's easily my favorite pick of the draft, um, especially where they got him. So uh, Jonathan Abram, right? What about Jonathan Abram? Abram is, part of me thinks Abram at least settles the hell down this year, right? Realizes that I can't play the way I'm playing. That was embarrassing. I've cost the team games, um, cost the team touchdowns. Everyone remembers the block in the back, whether you agree or not. I still thought it was an unnecessary block to make in that fashion, and it gets flagged more often than not. Um, That was when the game was still close against Atlanta. I want to say that was Atlanta. Um it's definitely a game that they lost and it became kind of a looming play where we got mad, you know, like I said blown coverage against the Chiefs. Um just just dumb stuff and and like you know, but still he's a freak athlete. I mean, this guy is a cheetah in the open field. I mean, he's another guy you'd like to see put on a little more weight, you know what I mean, just just to maybe like know right now he's like a a sports car with like no padding like oh you're sitting on like a metal frame on the inside of it it's like wow this car is going to be fucking crazy and it's going to drive fast but it's going to hurt if i crash and it just he seems like he lays somebody out and he's kind of like pinching his shoulder back and stuff and um you know i don't want him in man coverage it's clear that that's not what he does he never did it he wasn't good at it in college That's that's going to be another one Gus Bradley's got a tall task for. Of course he's going to want his cam chancellor, right? And who better than that guy? What about Tyree Gillespie? Tyree Gillespie plays the same game as Jonathan Abram. And I thought that's interesting. And, again, he's a fourth-round pick. Do we expect fourth-round picks to come steal guys' jobs? Not typically. But the guy who really didn't have a good year at safety last year, I mean, he's going to get all the chances, but if Andre or uh, why don't call him Andre Gillespie, Tyree Gillespie comes in, he's. If he just even shows a little bit in coverage and can stay healthy and make tackles like could get real interesting at that position, real interesting, maybe not early. I think Abram gets the job out of camp unless it's a complete disaster or he gets hurt and, you know, either could happen, to be honest. Shout out Mizzou, right? Everybody's real happy about Mizzou getting getting on the Raider roster. I, uh, Sean Reed's a Mizzou guy, too, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I, I really think uh, – <laughs> what's up, Rich? Rich comes in and says, Jonathan Abram has a football IQ of a potato. Jesus Christ. And, yeah, that's that's rough. I He hits, two. I think he could square me up. And I'm not one of those guys that say like, oh, he's better than you, man. So that means he's good. It's like, no, but if he could square me up, I don't want to have a Donald Penn parking lot situation with him. If I'm ever fucked up in Vegas and maybe this YouTube clip got around. So I'll say that uh, he's smarter than a potato. And uh, yeah. So, you know, safety I, I still it would have been interesting had they gone Trey Boston earlier in free agency, but I, I know they didn't. They weren't big on the way he tackled, I think was the case, uh, what Vic Taffer was reporting. But, yeah, I, I think the safety position is much improved. I mean, you get rid of the guys like Jeff Heath, right? I mean, Raiders' safeties the last few years. DJ Swearinger, remember that? I was at that Titans game. It was so rough. It was the last game I ever went to in that stadium. DJ Swearinger and Daryl Worley getting toasted by A.J. Brown. Like a 98-yard touchdown. And I was just like, all right, well, we lost that game. So, it'll be nice to have some rangy safeties, guys that you actually don't wince when the ball's thrown. Do you ever notice, like, you ever watch Raider games where they throw, like, you see the quarterback wind up to throw it? Like, you don't you, or – we're not watching all 22, so we can't see the coverage on the back end. But whenever you see the quarterback looking just insanely confident at a throw and you're just like, oh, my God, nobody's nobody's there, I bet. And then wide open touchdown and stuff. You could just tell. I hope we're not able to do that this year. So I think the Raiders actually are like, – you can make a case that they are a better team as much as we overanalyze the draft. You, you can make a case. At least I think the guys fit better, right? I think the guys fit better. And so my last point I want to make tonight is uh one thing I find really interesting, but I don't necessarily know if it's a bad thing, is where is John Gruden? Why are we not hearing John Gruden speak right now into the media? Why why are we not seeing this? And you know, to to be fair, I don't I don't know why. Like I don't I don't know why I I, I could maybe my best assumption is he's just He, I just think maybe he wants to step back a little bit. I think he's still just involved in personnel decisions, but maybe he's just tired of hyping his team up and then losing. I hope he is. I hope that's the case. Maybe I'm being, you know, wishful, but I I hope that's the case. Because, yeah, I I don't, I, I don't like it when he does that in the offseason i don't like when he goes and talks to the media and like oh this guy look at this guy he's incredible oh man this guy's so great oh we're we're so we have deep at this position deep at that position and then he's crying about the same thing in week 12 i'm tired of it i'm kind of glad i'm like people are like why isn't gruden saying anything is something wrong maybe something's wrong Someone said Howard Hughes. I like that. Just pissing in bottles up in a hotel room. Big ass beard. Imagine Gruden with like a big ass like castaway beard. And uh, maybe he's like at the old where he used to do the old Corona commercials, but he's doing castaway instead on that little island. And uh, yeah, I, I like that he's not talking to the media. I, I like that he's I, I still expect him to do like a huge presser coming up soon where he just breaks everything down, talks about stuff. But I'm not in any rush. I'm not in any rush. I mean, the guy's lying half the time, right? I mean, like, he doesn't even – he's like, oh, we love this guy, and then they're traded. Oh, we love this guy. They didn't make the team. Oh, we love the – you know, oh, I didn't tell you about that guy, that undrafted guy that's going to start a defensive tackle this year? Oh, yeah, no, he's making the team. We love him, and we've always loved him. You know, it just doesn't matter. So, yeah, that, that's it. That's that's all I wanted to say. Um, I think that's going to do it for me tonight, guys. Um, I'm at Glenn Rockney on Twitter. Uh this is your first time checking this out, it doesn't seem like it is. It seems like oh, these are all the, the Raiders Twitter homies on here. Shout out everybody that's in here. Really appreciate that. Shout out to everybody who uh, spread the word. Um, definitely had a, oh, not bad, not bad. Quite a few people. I mean, not quite a few, but a few people watching. It's nice. Um, let's see. Did I see the video of him talking up Foster? No, I didn't, but I I expect Foster Moreau to go off. Love the pick at the time. Seven touchdowns in your – didn't he have, like, seven touchdowns in his rookie year? Best red zone threat on the team. And then we got to sign Witten. Hate even talking about that. (sighs) Appreciate you guys. Uh, Everybody have a good night. Uh, Again, follow me on Twitter, at Glenn Rockney. This is the Rock Vegas Podcast. This is obviously a live stream. I'm going to turn it into the audio. Should be up by tomorrow.